0: Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinbart. I'm an analyst and advisor at Kupinger Coal Analysts. My guest today is Christopher Schütze. He is Director of Practice Cybersecurity and uh, Senior Analyst at Kupinger Kohl. And today we want to continue our discussion about the security fabric and the concept behind that. Hi, Christopher.
1: Hi, Matthias, and thank you again for the invitation for today's podcast recording.
0: Yeah, great to have you again and let's just dive into that. We looked at the concept of the security fabric which is an approach to get a holistic picture of an overall security architecture about An overall concept for creating, for assessing, and for further developing security architectures. We've mentioned the principles behind that in our earlier episode. So we talked about the concepts of govern and manage as the overarching approach to maintain a security architecture and to maintain security, but also The aspects of to protect, so really to prevent something from happening, to detect in case something did happen, to respond adequately once you have detected something, and to recover afterwards once you think that the response was adequate and you are sure that the response was adequate. Um, When we want to get into the situation to create such an architecture. You've created a security reference architecture. Can you explain a bit more how that maps to these five aspects that I just mentioned?
1: Yeah, uh, first of all, thank you for the uh, very good uh, introduction into the five core topics of our security reference architecture and the security fabric. In the last podcast, we talked about that the idea of the security fabric is really to connect everything to take all identities, devices, data, applications, systems, and networks, have those five capabilities or underlying capabilities to achieve a really good level of security. And uh, this is mainly how it uh, integrates into each other. The one idea is to have the fabric with concrete capabilities. But on the other hand, we need some kind of reference architecture that we really know what is a typical building block for, for instance, for protection or for detection or for respond. It is really necessary here to know what are the core elements, what is a must-have, what is a should-have. And uh, this is the idea of the reference architecture. For instance, we have the uh, govern and manage area which is really um, for all the other areas relevant. It's at the end, the base for everything. Um, It's from identifying business objectives to use and implement existing security frameworks and standards um, like NIST or ISO 27K and uh, also things like a general IT risk management approach or integrating the IT risk management into the enterprise corporate risk management. And uh, this is the idea of the reference architecture. And in general, um, as mentioned, we have the overall topics uh, in governance manage. It is mainly about governance and security management. And on the other hand, in the four other areas, protect, detect, respond, and recover, we really look on a more technical level, on a more um, capability level, um, bundled in some building blocks. And this is based on uh, maybe on the ISO-OSI model, model, if you know it. Uh, it's about data application, system, network, and endpoints. But uh, the special thing here is really that we also have a category uh, about full service. Those so things which cover technically all those layers like data application system network and endpoint. And a good example um, in the protection area, for instance, is here the physical security, the access uh, to a building. Because at the end, the access, the physical security as an access for a building protects everything. Uh, if you have uh, a computer notebook with you, you can connect it to an LAN adapter, to an wireless, you can connect to a wireless network, um, you can steal a computer or whatever, or an hard drive or something like that, or a USB stick. And this is the idea behind the reference architecture.
0: So, governance management really come with this also risk-based approach, so really to identify the the, the risks and to assess them and um, to to approach them adequately. And then you have the four other areas where you try to mitigate this. Did I get that right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And maybe it is a good idea if we also dig into a little bit deeper, um, for instance, in the topic for data or for the specific areas, data protection, Uh, For instance, is uh, part or a component of data protection is enterprise information protection for sure. Um, We have general data security and we have some change control. Uh, This is, for instance, also relevant if you uh, do things like DevOps. So the pipeline, when you deploy something that you really can detect or identify who modified something and uh, what was the previous state of the data. And then we have um, things like data access governance. So for structured and unstructured data from databases to collaboration tools where data is stored. And this is something which, at the end, also integrates into the identity fabric topic too.
0: Okay, that covered roughly the data protection scope. What about the the other areas? You mentioned application and systems. Maybe to start with application, what are the components that we have to look at in this reference architecture when it comes to protecting and um, detecting threats on applications?
1: Yeah, especially application is a really big topic. Um, we have there are a lot of building blocks. Really for protection only, we have the general application security building block, but also... Access management is really relevant here because applications are protected uh, within an access management, so it is an important part here. Same is um, with an additional layer of security for authentication, so adaptive and strong authentication or some uh, more uh, modern approaches for Uh, authorization like dynamic authorization management. We have then more that traditional uh, legacy stuff uh, like web applications gateway, um, really the pure identity and governance and administration part, the management of privileged accesses, and very important today, the API management and security, which also integrates into identity and access management. But Especially uh, IGA privilege management and API management is a topic which is not only for protection. It is also or can also be used for detection. So it's uh, relevant for both categories, protection and detection. When we talk about systems and protection, this is mainly about operating system configuration management and general vulnerability management.
0: Okay, especially when you're not the expert in cybersecurity. When you think of security, it's many think of firewalls of network security. That is also an important um, aspect, but it's um, not that huge within the reference architecture. Um, am I missing here a point?
1: Ah, uh, no. We have for network. Uh, we have network security for sure. Um, It's a very specific area and you need it. You should have something like that, but there's not the big area. At the end, network security, if you think about the configuration portals for a router or something like that, this is also integrated into privilege management. You must ensure from from a security level that nobody is able to uh, open that configuration web portal and change something without authentication and best with additional 4i-principle improvement.
0: Right, and then we end up at system and endpoint again because the network is then the the virtual or real cable and everything else is distributed between system and endpoint.
1: Exactly. And at the end, for sure, we have the endpoint, uh, which is traditional end user device management and for sure, malware protection on, on the endpoints.
0: Right. A reference architecture in general um, is something that should be considered as a quasi-stable, uh, so it, it should not change too much over time. But that does not mean that this architecture that you created is not capable of um, adapting to new security technologies, new types of building blocks as well?
1: Uh, for sure, it is very open for that. And uh, the security fabric and the security reference architecture some, something we developed um within our advisory in the past years and it is based on the knowledge from customers from smaller customers, from bigger customers and for sure things changed in the past and um the idea of the the reference architecture and the fabric is to have an something like a service model to have an, a structure to use to integrate existing and new services, to react on new new requirements, on new things you need to implement, on new paradigm, and uh, this is something very essential here of the reference architecture: flexibility and open for new requirements. But we missed something um, when we talked about the five layers. I mentioned this. Uh, The full service is very relevant. I talked about the physical security here, but especially in the detection area, there's a very important part. We have uh, things like uh, online fraud detection, privacy and breach monitoring, anomaly detection, threat hunting, and security operations center. So really things which are relevant As part of the detection thing, but integrates into data, application, system, network, and endpoint. And for sure, another very important topic is part of the respond and recover area. It is the incident response management. It is to be prepared to become victim of an attack.
0: These are services that uh, cover all the areas as you mentioned, and you described it as full service. So this could be also something that is. On the one hand, provided as a service, for example, uh, from the cloud or through a managed service provider. Um, but this is also something that actually is not a technology at all when you mentioned incident response planning and processes. So the architecture also covers, yeah, a, a process point of view when being prepared for um, responding adequately.
1: Yeah, this is really something we tried hard to uh, define or to find a way to display what is really important for your security. And this is not only about uh, systems, data application networks and endpoints, it's also about governance, it's about security management, it's about full service and at the end of processes and ideas how to do something in case of an incident, um, maybe a, a pandemic crisis and cyber attack or whatever.
0: Great. So thank you very much, Christopher, for giving an insight into the security reference architecture. As you've mentioned, uh, there is research already available. You are working on um, refining and digging deeper into the individual aspects. I think an important aspect also will be to converge this into an overall architecture, so it's security as part of an enterprise architecture with all the interfaces that you have within an organization, so that security is really an integrated component of an enterprise architecture, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We are working on that. We are creating a new research document, which will be available or are available on our website.
0: Great final words So, um, for me to pick up also as well. So if you are interested as the audience of this um, podcast episode in learning more about the security reference architecture, and I'm sure you should, then please go uh, to kupingercole.com, type uh, security reference architecture into our search engine, and you will find all things security reference architecture there, including more podcast episodes and more research for online research. Thank you very much, Christopher, for joining me.
1: Thank you, and goodbye.
0: Thank you, and bye-bye.